everything so it's all live now yeah we're live tony and mad max here on saturday january 8th 1106 a.m we're gonna mm-hmm. talk sports. You have a rant today, Tony. You told me about your. Yeah, well, it doesn't seem to get any better in terms of our teams in this town. Um, it seems that we can't even have a have one dominant team roll on through, in God knows how many years. And last night proved it in Brooklyn. It, there's just always a team that's going to stymie our teams. You know, a team that always has our number. Doesn't matter what sport. Doesn't matter what year. It, we're never going to see a team in New York just be a Dominant. juggernaut, mm. like a juggernaut. You know, we're not going to have a 14-win football team, a 60-win basketball team. You'll have 100-win baseball teams, but really, it, it's, it's, it's the postseason that determines whether that 100-win season was even matters. E- even matters. I mean, the. I mean, you could say in hockey. Look, the Rangers won the President's Trophy. Like, a couple of years ago. Had to have been like I think, twenty fourteen. I think. And they went. I, I think they went to the. I think that was the year that that they went to the um. Uh, to Cup. The um, Cup final. And they lost, and they lost to um the, the Kings. Kings. Yep, because the Kings were just a better team. So what does that really mean? And right it's now, nothing unless they don't win. And right now, if you look at the NHL standings, which I'm pulling up right here, the Lightning are the. Let me see here. The Hurricanes are, are the um, are the are the, are the number one team in the uh, Metropolitan Division, and the Rangers are second. They're only separated by one point, but they're but they're bunched up. They're not separated. Devils are terrible. Islanders are worse. This is a really really dark time in sports here. And listen, I get it. The Nets are second in or by now I think they're third in the Eastern Conference, which is great. You know, there, there there's nothing you could take away from that. But it's just how come it's so hard for a team, especially in Brooklyn's case, to have a Bucks team come into your home arena and you just can't beat them. Can't beat them in Milwaukee, can't beat them here. The postseason last year was, was literally defined by road games. Who was at home? The Bucks won, I think, every single game in Milwaukee in that, in, in that second round series. It's right. It's just I don't understand when is the tide going to turn. You, you know, have all the free thinking. agents too. Think about it. You just picked up Patty Mills in the offseason. You do have Kyrie back on home games now, but I, no, I just like road games. Yeah, road games. That's right. Road games, and that's what I think killed them last night. Kyrie comes back in Indiana and puts on a show, and then and the team wins the game. <clears throat> this is more like an overall rant about everything around because today is the season finale of, of the, of the NFL season. You know, this, the special 18, 18 week season. 
Just, and it's just another Jets loss have- in the column for the Jets and the Giants. Let's be honest. This game that they've added to the schedule every year now, it's just an extra loss for your New York Giants and Jets. It's just an extra payday for all the people that run that that run the teams. Yeah. It's extra revenue for who like well, Jets are I think the, the Jets are at home today or are they or are they in Buffalo? They're in Buffalo. Okay, so then it's an extra payday for um John Mara, you know. So it's just <laughs> there hasn't been a real, there hasn't been a dominant New York team since the since the 2009 Yankees. <clears throat> that team won 103 games, swept the DS, won the ALCS in six games, and then won the World Series in six games. That was a justifiable steamroller. The Giants won the Super Bowl in 2011, dude. They were 9-7, and seven, where they were on the road every single game. They didn't steamroll anybody. They won the freaking NFC Championship game off a field goal to end the game in the fourth quarter. Like, they, they didn't run over anybody. Against the Niners. Against the Niners. Yeah, great game, by the way. It, there is no dominance. If you want me to go even, even further, NYCFC won the MLS Cup on penalty kicks. Not even in, like, not even in regulation. This is a really messed up time, dude. Messed up. Really, really messed up. And when the Knicks had mellow and going to the playoffs, they could never beat Miami. They could never beat Indiana. Like, those were teams that had their numbers. Like, why? I don't understand it. And I said it the other night, if you caught some of the highlights of the Knicks game when they played the Celtics in Madison Square Garden, I was surprised that R.J. Barrett hit that winning shot, that buzzer beater at the end. Because it's usually the opposite team that does that to the Knicks. Hey, well, R.J. got a good shot off, and it just went in miraculously. I'm just, I'm tired of like other teams just having that spotlight. Like, why did like, how could the Bulls have such a monumental jump in success in one off season? I mean, really, like they, they got DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso. Like those are, those are very good players, but I mean, How? I guess when you add them to a team of Zach Levine and Nikola and Nikola Vucevic, like it, it, it makes a huge difference. Colby White, they they have a really really great team, and they don't have big time stars on that team. They don't. No, they just know how to win. It's like Milwaukee, although Milwaukee has Giannis. The Milwaukee Bucks are one of the most well-run organizations in basketball. They just are. They're they thorn know, in the side. They are thorn in the side, but they know how they know how to run a team. They know how to plug in the right players. And it comes down to Mike Budenholzer knowing the right rotations. His bench is incredible. If you have if if you have Grayson Allen and Pat and Pat Connington coming off the bench, Bobby Portis coming off the bench. 
team the team is just great but they have that one generational star and that generational star makes a guy like Drew Holiday just 10 times better than he is and Chris and and obviously and Chris Middleton is another homegrown guy who yeah he's not like a mega star but if Chris Middleton was on the Knicks he be he would be the number one guy it's that simple. Let's, Middleton is better than Randall. Oh, hundred percent. I was just going to say 100%. that Julius Randall is not a star player. I'm sorry. He just isn't this guy. It pulled this guy, pulled a Javier Baez move yeah. on the court this past. What was it? Thursday night. It was, um, yeah. Thursday night. Sticking his thumbs down at the fans. Like, saying dude, F like- you to the fans. It's like your 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 team was down by by twenty five points. Or how about how he what... missed key free throws in those last minutes? How about the fact that he can't drain three pointers? They won that game off of a off of a miracle shot. But you know what? It happens. Demar Derozan hit hit two in a row. They happen. Joe Johnson was the king of of buzzer beater shots. You know, like. It, those games are going to happen. Or RJ Barrett saved their asses. Evan Fournier only coming Fournier. out and showing out against his Celtics. Oh my goodness! Every time the Celtics come into town, dude, he can average like like fifty points against them. Every shot he puts up behind the arc, it's going in. Yeah, every single time. But as soon as the Celtics leave the building, and the other team comes in, he forgets how to shoot. <laughs> Well, no, he no, he how does make shoot, shots. but it just doesn't go in. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't believe what's this deal with players now going after fans? It's this new age athlete, dude. Athletes don't take criticism anymore. No. I mean, obviously, there are a ton of athletes that will understand the frustration of fans, especially if you play in New York. But there's this there's this budding attitude coming out of athletes today where it's like you don't have the right to 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 express your views on me like what the hell is that all about just think about it last year we were having a discussion where do fans get off throwing stuff at the players because that was a thing last year oh you're right yep during during the nba playoffs poor Kyrie in boston was having shit thrown at him so, like, there's a lot of things in the new age athletes that I can't stand. The fact that I think that it's all about money to them. It's very me, me, selfish, selfish person. There's hardly any sort of team player really out there anymore, except for maybe, like, although, I guess you could say Giannis is team player. I was just going to say Giannis, yeah. Giannis, Giannis is a team player. LeBron, I Le, LeBron is team player when it's when it's a team that he constructs and it's a coach that he likes. Is Dale? Um, um, when A Rod was in his prime, he was a he was very much a me player. That's just that's just a fact. Derek Jeter was it was a team player through and through. Tom Brady is a team player. As much as people can't stand Tom Brady, Tom Brady 
has sacrificed big time paydays to help his front offices construct teams that could help the team thrive. He's done that on multiple occasions. And I guess it, it doesn't always have to come down to money that you're paid to. I think it's also about how you conduct yourself on the field. And you may not go into specific players, but you could see how teams play in certain, in certain games. Like, you know, you could see how teams play on defense in basketball. You could see like, like who, like who's, who is bitching about not getting any targets in, in football. We've seen that a lot. Um, you could see, I've heard baseball players all, all, all the time talk about like, oh, well, I'm just happy to be here. Like, like you're happy to be here. Like you're here to win with a team, man. Like, I don't know what you're touting your own self about. I've heard that before, or like Dominic Smith last year, how, 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 how the, how the team was struggling to hit the ball. And Dominic Smith is going, is going to the media going like, well, there's not much to worry about when um, uh, uh, you're in first place. It's like, yeah. And first me, place, they fell out real quick. Like seriously, like that's what I mean, dude. Like it's about it's literally just a just a me product. You got these athletes that don't understand urgency. You think that Kevin Durant has urgency right now? You think LeBron had had any urgency in in the regular season? No, zero. It's all about regular, the postseason. But the postseason, these wild postseason expansions. Where you have multiple wild card teams, and now you get the play in in basketball, where now teams are even going to more not going to want to play harder in the regular season because why would you? You go to the postseason, and that's and that's your time to show. NFL just added just added another wild card, and still the Jets can't make it. No, no, Jets or Giants can't make it. Three, three wild cards. Postseasons are going to be expanding, dude. College football is eventually going to expand the playoff from four teams to, pro- to possibly six or even eight teams. I have no idea. Expansion and postseason is the league's way of, of, um, trying to boost fan interest you know they want more teams to be involved in the postseason chase but you're devaluing the regular season it's all different factors forming into one different sports landscape than it was 40 years ago everybody talks about like the 90s and baseball and basketball like how oh, it was tougher back then you know and and and, and the games were played differently 100 percent true you had bulldogs out there in baseball back then bulldogs guys that would scratch and claw victories in may knowing that they mattered in the end basketball teams eh, literally getting into fights on on the court 
You think you think you think that the friggin' lanes were wide open in basketball back then? Absolutely not. You had to you had to earn your way to that to that basket. Just a different time. And now it's, it's all based just, on expectation. Exactly. Expectation and this really weird phenomena called windows windows of windows of success whereas like oh your team only has a three-year window to win how do you know that i give this team maybe three three to five years hell they gave the nets a two-year window and now because you gave them a window now fans are going to be extra pissed off whenever they lose the expectations shoot through the roof and you're just putting unwanted pressure on, on, on everybody else. Let the games play out. But this, this is a conversation about how a New York team just simply can't just dominate. The Nets you have thought lost. With the Nets would dominate with the players they have. I thought so too, dude. They were freaking fifth in defensive rating this this year. They're in the top five in defensive rating. Last year, they were in like the bottom of the bottom of the league. The problem is that they don't have any shooting. And I and I told you last week that that the Nets sacrificed shooting for more defense because they figured that Durant and Harden were going to carry this team. In fact, they thought that Kyrie was going to play the whole season. And Kyrie is only a part-time player. James Harden is a, is a really a shell of himself. And KD is playing to an MVP level. The, the, the Nets can't shoot any three-pointers. Three they're really missing Joe Harris right now. It's sickening how much they've missed Joe Harris. Patty Mills is exhausted right now, dude. He can't, he can't hit a shot to save his life. And we're now back to the, to the story of last year is can they really win a championship with this formula? Can they beat the Bucks? Can they beat the Bulls? Can they beat the Miami Heat? Why can't it ever just be, can, can the Bucks beat the Nets? Can, can the Bulls beat the Nets? Can the Heat beat the Nets? That's never, ever, ever a conversation once. And I see it with, with, the, with, I see it with, with, with the Yankees too. It's always, can, can, can the Yankees beat the Astros? Can the Yankees beat the Red Sox in, 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 in a postseason series? It's never the other way around. It's sickening, dude. That's what really pisses me off. Build a goddamn winner, please. Somebody in this town, build a juggernaut winner. We've gone through so many years and so many damn rebuilds with these teams that you can't, you can't catch a lightning in a bottle once. It never happens. The next, it looks like the, looks like the Mets are going to get it right. It, it, it looks. We, we don't know. But we don't know. We don't know. We have no idea. 
The National League has the Braves, who are the world champions. They have the Dodgers, the Padres, the Cardinals. They've got great teams. The Brewers. The Phillies are on the up and up. We have no clue. No. And baseball's weird, dude. Baseball is a very long season, and things could things a lot of things could happen in 162 games. And the baseball playoffs are really the biggest crapshoot of all time. So, really, in a baseball sense, we have no clue. But how many goddamn rebuilds and retooling and and different and different and different rosters being shelled out among these teams are we going to see until we actually get it right the Knicks were the the Knicks were, were, were the damn four seed last year and now this year they're they're struggling to make the play in I don't get it and the, the Knicks, oh, they got rid of Alfred Payton and, and they only added Fournier and Kemba and they're worse I think they added better players, but then they just shriveled out. Because if during the offseason, I asked you, who is a who is a better player, Kemba Walker or Alfred Payton? You're going to say Kemba Walker. 100%. The Yankees went from game seven of the ALCS, and they've just, they've just devolved, dude. They went from they they went from ALDS to ALCS to wild to to ALDS to wild card and they're out. It's been back and forth nonsense. And probably the easiest sport to really turn yourself around in is, is football. And Giants and Jets haven't done that ever. No. Never. We've been waiting for the Jets to become dominant, probably more more so likely in 50 years. But realistically, in, in recent terms, I would say since t- 2011. And even that Jet team, dude, back in 2010, 11 and 5, didn't even win, didn't even win the damn AFC East. So they had no home playoff games, had to win it all on the road. And you go down 24 nothing to Pittsburgh. Like, what the hell is that? At least at least the Giants won the NFC East in 2011, but they were they were nine and seven. You know how hard it is to win a division at nine and seven? You really have to bank on all the other teams being awful. That doesn't happen. No. That that giant team was the farthest thing from, from dominant. Farthest thing. I think the only game that they weren't underdogs in was the wild card game against the Falcons and and they won that game 24 to 2. Everything else they were underdogs in Green Bay in San Francisco against New England the Super Bowl. It's just it's just a crime, dude. 
when is it going to stop? I hope soon, but I don't think so. And the Nets really have to to get back on a run here because they've lost four out of the last five games since they had that really successful L.A. tour, beating the Lakers on Christmas and then beating the Clippers two days after that. It was ever since KD and, and, and all those COVID protocol people came back against, against um, the, um, uh, the Sixers in yeah. Brooklyn. They've played awful ever since. The defense has taken a steep decline. Their shooting has been awful. And I think a huge culprit of that is that their, is that their spacing is awful. Their three-point shooters have no room to, to shoot no room at all and they're just getting blown out in these quarters like the game against the pacers where they won they had lance stevenson drop like 20 points in the first quarter they were down by like by like 25 points in like by i think by halftime they were really down then the fourth quarter they stormed back because the pacers were were exhausted and then they get blown out by by the Bucks the next the the last night. It's been a really awful stretch. <clears throat> and Steve Nash said that he's going to continue to change up the rotations until something gels. That just proves to me that that regular season does not matter at all. No. How are you experimenting with 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 rotations in January? They don't care. You think they care? No. They don't give a damn. First off, I think road playoff games suit them best because Kyrie would play in them. But, I mean, you want that number one seed. But I don't know how they're going to get it because they can't be any good team. They really can't. I mean, they beat the Clippers and they beat the Lakers if you call them a good team. Happened last year, dude. It, they were behind the 76ers all year. And when they had games against Philly where they could have overtaken them for the one seed, they lost. Just they, they, they can never just they can never just surmount a team that they're competing against. Can't beat the Bulls, can't beat the Bucks. They're 0-2 against Chicago and 0-2 against the Bucs. It's unreal. Unreal. Certain New York fans would say this, hey, the Bills, <laughs> they've been a success story, but they didn't win anything. Again, they didn't win anything either. They allowed the, they allowed the Patriots to, to freaking bitch slap them. And the Jets can actually keep them from getting in the playoffs if they beat them tomorrow. So, so, so the Jets could could eliminate the Bills tomorrow if the Jets win. I hope they do. I want payback. How for funny would that be? Yeah, how funny would that be? I was about to say 2015. It was a. It was a. Um, uh, was that a, a win or go home? No, that was a win and go home for the Jets. I think that was I think a win and go Bills home for the were, Jets. I think the I think the Bills were already out. Yeah, the Bills were out. The, the same like what the Jets are this year. 
It's very so similar. So it's kind of like reversed. Yeah. It's reversed. Man, oh man, that'd be hilarious. It would be. I Hey, if the Jets are going to win a game this year that would just kick them down on the draft order, I wouldn't mind it being the Bills. And it keeps them out of the playoffs. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I will say this. About, talk about, you talk about the Jets. The last, last week's game against the Buccaneers, um, Zach Wilson really wasn't that awful. No. He went 19 for 33 for 234 yards and a touchdown. Didn't throw a pick. That game was headlined by mostly Michael Carter, who got hurt. Um, he had three carries for 54 yards. Austin Walter, the backup, ran for 49 yards on 14 carries. I mean, he, he, he averaged three and a half yards per carry, but I think it was the whole running game that could have had the game won for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Between Carter going out with injury, Austin Walter, Ty Johnson, they really picked up the slack. So, did. and I got to talk about this guy, Braxton Barrios, dude. Eight, he, he had eight catches for, for 65 yards and, and a touchdown. This guy is slated to reach free agency after this season. Um, I don't know if you've asked Ira the times you talked to him how much he loves Braxton Barrios. But he said that if Braxton Barrios does not get re-signed by the Jets, he's pretty much done. Yeah. Like, that would be it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, really? Braxton Barrios would be the straw that broke your camel's back? And we've seen it before. Robbie Anderson, they let him walk to the Carolina Panthers. I could literally see Bill. I could literally see Bill Belichick just swiping Braxton Barrios. Could you imagine that? Seeing I don't Barrios. know why they haven't gave him a contract extension because they gave one to Jonathan Franklin Myers, and where what has he done? I don't know why either. It would make sense, don't you think? I mean, you're you're trying to build playmakers for for this quarterback. Don't you think that Barrios would be a perfect starting point? He's not, he's not a number one. No. Let's get that thing out of the way. He's not a number one option. He's like, you know who he, you know who he um, uh, uh, reminds me of? Who? Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, yeah, he does remind me of him. Just a guy that you could run slants with, and he, he can get you a very important first down. He's a bulldog. He'll fight for first downs. Um. He can even go deep a couple times as well. Like he can make plays, but he's not a Hopkins. He's not a Beckham Jr. He's not Jarvis Landry. He's not any of those type of receivers. But I think that the perfect way to start off the Jets offseason is just to re-sign this guy. That should be step one. I agree. Because like you're stuck because you're like – if you're looking to change a culture, you got to find the things that work and get rid of the things that don't work. Braxton Berrios works. So you can't let him walk. And you always bring up the cap space. So money should not be an issue. No, they, I think they have close to 220 million in the cap space this offseason. 
you know, money should not be an issue. It should just be a matter of Braxton. Do you want to come back here or don't you want to come back? Other teams will probably offer other big, big bids to Braxton. <laughs> big bids to Braxton. Try to say that five times in a row. Um, and he'll definitely, he, and you know what? He should test out free agency. Let him test out free agency. Let's see what, what he's getting offered here. You know, I feel as though if he tests out free agency, he's a goner. I really do. <laughs> like you're like you're letting him slip. Just like that. Yeah, that's how I feel. I think they need to extend him. They should have did it games ago. I guess you could have. But then you'd be talking about, oh, well, what about? Oh, well, what about Quincy Anunwa? You gave him that contract, and then he turned into – and then he got injured. Anunwa was always overrated to me, and he had injury issues. We saw that. I, I, I'll That's never true. understand the hype behind Anunwa. I really won't. Hmm. And I, I and couldn't I even get Bar- on the field. No, nah. and Barrios has been healthy. He's been he's – been there i think almost every game i think he's he's not going to be in this game tomorrow he's injured is he injured yep oh yeah you're right yeah i heard that yesterday let me see let me see his season stats this year barrios he's only 26 years old not that he's not that old um see here. I for to give me like a total his career. So this year he's had 46 catches. He's played in he's played in um he's played in all in all 16 games. Oh wait, wait. Is that games? Game started, I guess. Hmm. Yep, he's had 46 catches for 431 yards. He averages 9.4 yards a catch. You know, like those things matter. If if you're trying to develop a drive, you want to have those those receivers that are kind of like automatic first downs like they're always just going to get over that line yeah um these other things here he's had two he's had two touchdowns yeah he's not he's never he's not he's not a number one he's not going to be like brandon marshall no where he'll have like 10, where he'll have like, uh, what was Mark Marshall's biggest year? Like 14 touchdowns, something yep. like that. Yeah, he's not going to be Marshall. But if he's like, if he's like, like a Cole Beasley, I'll take that. 100, 110%. But Barrios being out is not going to be, is not going to bode well for the Jets tomorrow. Against the um against the Bills, 
I think that the Bills are just going to run away with this. I they think so too. Game. I think that McDermott is going to light a fire under his team and say, hey, you know what? Forget all the bullshit that took place this, this season with New England storming back and beating us, the losses that we've had, the really bad losses. Like, it, like what was a big game that they lost? Let me see here. Like the loss to the um uh, to the um uh, Jaguars nine, that the, they lost to, to to the Jaguars. Um, how they lost to the um, Patriots fourteen to ten on that really rough snow, that really rough wintry night on on December sixth. This is a really big game. So I don't think I don't think we're, we're going to see some sort of like revenge game from from no. the Jets. I I just don't. I I really the, don't. The things never things like that never go in the Jets' way. We know this already. It's not going to happen. No. I want to see now. I want to see the NFL playoff picture. How are things looking? Because today there are a couple of games. You have you have the Chiefs and the Broncos. Let's see here. Well, first, let's see who's clinched. So the Bengals clinched the AFC North. The Chiefs clinched the AFC West. So there's your two division winners, North and West. Bengals, Chiefs. The Titans, they have the AFC South. And we still, I don't think we have the AFC North wrapped up yet. That's when it gets crazy. So the teams that have clinched the playoff berth are Bengals, Chiefs, Titans, and the Bills and and the Patriots, I guess, clinched the playoff berth. So the Bills actually are in the playoffs, but this game is to determine whether they could win the win the AFC East or not. Okay, so, so the it Jets, doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. So, yeah, so the Jets could play spoiler in that they just wouldn't win the East. So they they're going to to the playoffs. Yeah. Jets are better off losing this game. Keep your draft position. <laughs> well, they did. Uh, they by beating the. Um, Jaguars a couple weeks ago I mean they, that didn't really help their case no so there are seven teams that make it in each conference so as of right now in the um, in the in, in, in the AFC there are one two three four five so there's two more spots one division winner and one wild card winner let me see. actually Yeah, one division winner. The AFC, the um, yeah, yeah, AFC East. I don't know why I said AFC North earlier. The AFC North is wrapped up with the Bengals. One division title, one wild card. The Ravens are playing the Steelers. 
tomorrow. Now the Ravens clinch the last wild card spot. If they win and the Chargers lose, the Colts lose, and the Dolphins lose or tie. I don't, that's hard. That's really hard because the Colts are playing, the, the Colts are, are, are playing the Jaguars. The Chargers are in a, are really in a win or go home situation against, against the Raiders. And I don't know, I don't know who the Dolphins are playing, but they're already out. So I think that's probably the easiest thing to, 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 um, to, to get is, is the Miami loss. Now here comes the Bills and Jets. Here's what they're playing for the Bills. The Bills clinch the AFC East title. If they win, if 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 Buffalo wins, or if the Patriots lose, or if Buffalo ties and New England ties. So if the Jets beat the Bills, then the only way that the Bills win the division is if the Patriots lose. If the Bills win, that's it. They've won they've won the AFC East. Doesn't matter what New England does. So it's very it's very simple. That's why Sean McDermott is lighting a fire under their asses. <laughs> win tomorrow. Beat a really bad Jets team. Beat a really bad Jets team. It's that simple. A bad Jets team with injuries. You got to add that. Exactly. So any good injuries players they have are down. Just injured. Hmm. Now the Bengals still have something to play for, dude. They want to have that number one seed in, in the AFC. Want to hear how it goes? How's it go? So they'll get the number one seed, which is the first round bye and home field advantage. They get that if the Bengals win. The Titans lose, the Chiefs lose, and the Patriots lose or tie. That's hard. Or they can do it this way. Bengals win, Titans lose, Chiefs lose, and the Bills win. I think just seeing KC loss is already going to be like, yeah, you're not getting it. I don't – listen, if the Broncos can pull a win – out of their asses today that's a huge step for for some of these afc teams if, if they want to be in the number one seed especially for the um the, the um bangles now here's the indianapolis colts against the jacksonville jaguars big game for colts fans the biggest game for colts fans in years years Now the Colts would clinch, they would clinch the last wild card spot if they win. It's it's a it's, it's a winner go home sort of thing. Or you can have a Chargers loss and a and a and a Raven and Steeler tie. That's just unlikely. Charger loss and Steeler loss plus Miami win. Again, those are just like the crazy scenarios. 
but really the easiest way to do it is just to beat the Jaguars, which I think they're more than capable of doing. <clears throat> I think the Chiefs have the easiest path to clinch the first seed. All they got to do is win, and the Titans have to, have to lose. That's really it. Um, the Raiders and Chargers, literally just if the Raiders win, they're in. If the Chargers win, they're in. Winner go, win go home. You know that the Patriots have a shot at that number one seed? Imagine that. Oh, boy. The Patriots would have to win. The Bills would have to lose or tie. The Chiefs would have to lose. And the Titans would have to lose. Imagine if everything wow. falls in their favor, though, and then the Patriots just lead again. Oh, my God. Unreal. And there's all those different scenarios. Um, so for the AFC, AFC East, last wild card. That's we're going to see what happens with the AFC tomorrow. The NFC, um, the Packers already have the, the already have the one seed and the NFC North title. The Cowboys have the NFC East. The Buccaneers have the NFC South. The Cardinals clinched the playoff berth. The Rams clinched the playoff berth. And the Eagles clinched the playoff berth. So out of seven, one, two, three, four, five, six. So, those, so all we need is the NFC West. And that will be... It's interesting, actually, because the Cardinals clinched the playoff berth, they could win. They could win the NFC West. So the Cardinals and Rams, one of those teams is going to the playoffs, but they're both in the NFC West. So one of them has to be the division winner, which means that there's another wild card spot opened up. And that's where you have the Saints the 49ers, all those two teams are, are going to try to be the last person in. And that's why, and it's really interesting because all the Saints have to do is win and the Niners have to lose. And I think, and the Niners, all they have to do is just win. But they're playing the Rams. See, like, it's, it's craziness. It's craziness. So, who do they play? The Cardinals play the Seahawks. Rams play the 49ers. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, boy. But talking all about that stuff, dude, I'm spent. <laughs> I'm spent. That's a lot. Today was your ranting day, too. I didn't have a rant yeah. today. No. No, no, no. So, would you want to wrap this show up? Yeah, man, you can go first with the socials. All right, man. You follow my Instagram as at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Realm Max, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Check out all of our previous shows. 
on this YouTube channel, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, or if you follow any podcasting platforms, we are on there as well. iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Spotify Podcast, Stitcher. If you follow any podcasting platforms, you name it, we are on there. You could check out the website, maxcoghlan.com, M-A-X-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com. And that's pretty much it. Let's let's hope that some New York team becomes dominant here in the near future, even though it's going to take a while. But mm-hmm. I think Tony really just hit the nail on the head with that ran earlier about New York teams. Just where's the dominance? But maybe the Nets can turn something around here. I don't really have much faith in the Knicks, but we shall see. Tony, any uh, closing words here? All right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be safe out there. Wear a mask. Get vaccinated. Be very careful. Have a great rest of your weekend, guys. So long. So long.